Hello, friends, and welcome to the Everyday Truth Podcast with Kurt Skelly. We are here to show that the Bible is relevant to your life every single day. And we're glad you joined us here for the conversation. Right now, we're studying the book of Revelation in a series called The End is the Beginning. Now, let's join Kurt for today's episode. And welcome back, my friends, to today's episode of Everyday Truth. Glad you joined us. Uh, we, uh, we are, of course, in Revelation chapter number 8, and we're looking at verses uh, number si- numbers 6 and following today. I wanted to show you a special mug that uh, some dear friends gave me. This is my FBC, that stands for Faith Baptist Church Yeti mug, but notice the Hebrew writing there. That's a special gift from some friends of mine, uh, Art and Sue Foltz. And that Hebrew lettering is actually my name, Pastor Skelly. They went with me to Israel some time ago, got me that mug as a thank you. Uh, But I thank them because that has served many a good cup of coffee to me. Revelation chapter 8 today in your Bible. Let's look at verse number 6 where the Bible says, And the seven angels which had the seven trumpets prepared themselves to sound. So let's just set the stage. We are opening now the seventh seal. Now, we're not opening it. Jesus is. And at the opening of the seventh seal, something very interesting happens. The, the entire space of heaven becomes silent for a half hour. It's so interesting. And, and how awe-inspiring that must have been as everything literally shuts down. What's about to be revealed is something of such importance, something that needs such attention that silence reigns heaven for a half hour. The Bible says that the seven angels around the throne of God are prepared to sound their trumpet. Remember, trumpets are are blown as a symbol of battle or preparation for battle or warfare. We're going to see all of that here in a bit. But then, just before the seven angels sound their trumpets, another angel shows up with a golden censer. And in that censer, there's incense and the the coals of the fire of the altar that's burning that incense. And we learn that the incense represents the prayers of God's people. And the prayers of God's people mixed with the fire of God now is cast back down to earth and it's producing calamity upon earth. So that's the the context inside of which we're going to see the, the blowing of these trumpets. So look, if you would, at verse number seven now. The first angel sounded and there followed hail and fire mingled with blood And they were cast upon the earth, the hail and the fire mingled with blood. And the third part of trees was burnt up and all green grass was burnt up. So what we're about to see is huge ecological damage to the earth. Now, what do we know? We know that we cannot survive without agriculture. And even though we're advanced in our society today and we've become more technological than agricultural and many of us uh, probably, like me, don't have a green thumb and don't know how to grow crops and if we had to go off the grid, we'd probably die. Uh, But we are still 
dependent upon an agricultural world. We all eat food. We, we need for there to be growth and trees uh, producing oxygen, right? And crops that produce the grain by which we make food. Well, the Bible says that the hail here in verse number seven and the fire mingled with blood. So that may be a description of just the coloration of this fiery hail that comes down, maybe lightning and hail. It's really hard to even describe all that what this is, but whatever it is, it's gonna cause great fire and conflagration and destruction upon trees and upon grass insofar that it's going to severely affect the climate. It's going to severely affect our ability to uh, to, to sustain. And so this will be a huge blow to planet Earth as people are reeling from such economic disaster that comes from such ecological disaster and destruction. Can you imagine the panic, just the panic of seeing this, the panic, just the panic of people trying to respond to these fires and respond to these natural disasters as National Guard troops are deployed, as uh, fire stations are emptied of their resources, as people are running to supermarkets and people are doing the best they can to try to, I mean, we saw it at the beginning of COVID, couldn't get toilet paper. I don't know what that was all about, but uh, you know, the run on food, sometimes when there's a hurricane or when there's a, an approaching storm, can you even begin to imagine the kind of panic that's going to take place as worldwide people are seeing these this fire and this hail mixed with blood and the burning of the of the grasses and i think it what it means here is the grain and the crops and the trees this will be a a a time of great panic and fear on planet Earth. As the Bible literally says that a third part of the trees uh, were burnt up. I, I can't even begin to imagine what this kind of terror will look like, but it's real. Look at verse number eight. And the second angel, that was just the first angel. That was just the first blow of the trumpet. And we've got six more to come. So the Bible says here in verse number eight, and the second angel sounded, and as it were a great mountain. Now think about this imagery here in verse number eight. A great mountain burning with fire, as it were a great mountain. So it's not a great mountain, but John's trying to describe what this thing looks like. It looks like a, a great mountain burning with fire. So what would this be? Would this be a huge meteorite? that John sees like a great a mass of, of earth or a great mass of rock burning with fire, the Bible says, was cast into the sea. So can you, can you picture this, this huge, what, what appears to be a meteorite burning and falling into the sea and the damage that it does to the earth? Because the Bible says a third part of the sea became blood and the third part of the creatures which were in the sea and had life died, and the third part of the ships were destroyed. Wow, can you imagine this kind of disaster where this, this whatever this is, this mountainous burning entity 
that appears to be a huge meteor is cast into the sea and it literally destroys one third of the sea life, one third of the living creatures in that sea. And one third of the ship of the ships, the, the, the tidal surges, no doubt that take place and the, uh, the, the damage to uh, the, the life in the sea. I mean, it, it, this is going to be horrific. Now, some would say that this is not a reference to every ocean on the earth because the Bible talks about the sea. So this may be something that happens just close to where John is on the island of Patmos, which is in the Mediterranean Sea. Back in Bible days, the sea referred generally to the Mediterranean Sea because that's where civilization was all around the Mediterranean Sea, whether it be Northern Africa or Israel or Tyre and Sidon or uh, or Turkey or Cyprus or the Aegean coast or Asia Minor or Italy or Spain, Gibraltar, Libya. You know, all of those countries were located along the Mediterranean Sea. So it may be that this what John saw was affecting the sea, that, that sea. But whether it be the Mediterranean or all the waters of the earth, this is horrific and life-changing. So what have we seen? Well, we've seen in, in verse number seven, the trees, the grass. Now in verse number eight, we see a third part of the sea, including the, the marine life, and then also including the, the shipping industry on the sea, one third part. But now look at verse number nine, where the Bible says, and the third part of the creatures which are in the sea and had life died, and the third part of the ships were destroyed. I guess I just mentioned that. Verse number 10 is what I was driving at. And the third angel sounded, and there fell a great star from heaven. So this would certainly appear to be a meteor or a comet, some kind of an astrological object that is coming down to earth. The Bible says, And the third angel sounded, there fell a great star from heaven, burning as it were a lamp. And it fell upon the third part of the rivers and upon the fountains of water. So now, not the salt water, not the sea, but now the fresh water, the rivers, the fountains. And the name of the star is called wormwood. So wormwood means bitterness or that which makes bitter. Wormwood, and here's why. The third part of the waters became wormwood, and many men died of the waters because they were made bitter. So a third part of the fresh water, it seems, on earth is now contaminated. Now, again, how do people live? Well, they live by food, and we see how that was affected in the first trumpet. They live by uh, the what they gather from the sea, much of what we eat, much of what drives our economy as far as uh, our subsistence is from the sea. Well, a third part of that now has been destroyed. And then the Bible says that the fresh water supply, one third of it now has been compromised. So we are in dire, dire straits right now as the entire world and the economic system that's based upon the ability to get food and water is being destroyed. Now, a great question I think that we should answer at this point, or at least address at this point in our study is, 
is all of this happening sequentially? Because we learned a lot about the seven seals or the the first six seals, I should say, back in chapter six. And now we're seeing all all of these cataclysmic events taking place uh, related to the trumpets. So there's really two schools of thought. One is that the, the trumpets further explain and detail things that have already occurred within the scope of the seven seals. Another explanation is that the seven trumpets come as a, after and sequential to uh, the seven seals. And it's really kind of hard to pin it down. I don't want to be definitive about it. All I want to say is I believe the Bible. And so whether this is chronological or whether or not this is simply a restatement of what we have already learned in the six seals, the point is that great destruction is taking place. God's judgment is coming down upon the earth. And that judgment is righteous judgment. In that judgment, there's mixed mercy. We talked about that with 144,000, those that are being saved, the multitudes out of every tribe, nation, tongue, and kindred. But we're also seeing that the prayers of God's saints have made a difference as well. So we're seeing kind of both sides, aren't we? We're seeing the judgment of God mixed with mercy. We're seeing uh, some detail about God's judgment upon the earth. Uh, In these trumpets, we're seeing large swaths of the earth's population and the earth's ecological system being affected by the judgment of God. Wow. Uh, Verse number uh, 11 again, many men died of the waters because they were made bitter. You know, do a quick look at the fresh water supply on planet Earth. You're going to find that the Amazon basin itself provides 20% of the world's fresh water supply. The the, the system of the Great Lakes uh, here in the United States and Canada uh, provides 20% or represents 20% of the world's fresh water supply. So you can see where one well-positioned meteor could affect a huge percentage of the Earth's fresh water supply, and some areas of the Earth are going to be totally neutralized. Sometimes people talk about why America is not featured in end-day prophecy. Could it be that this meteor strikes uh, the river systems and the Great Lakes region of the United States? I mean, we don't know, but that certainly would answer as to why the United States would be neutralized why she would be out of the picture in end-day prophecy. So I don't know all the answers. All I know is, wow, I'm so glad that as believers, we're saved out of, away from this time of great tribulation. I'm so glad that even in such intense judgment, there's the gospel will still have free course on planet Earth, and people will still have the opportunity to come to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. And so keep in mind, with judgment, there's mercy. God always builds in silver linings. And even in these great trumpets of judgment, we're seeing the sovereignty and the salvation of our great God. We're going to come back to this next episode and jump into verse number 12. So I hope you'll join us as we finish out the chapter uh, next episode. Hope you have a great day today. God bless you, my friends. Thanks for taking time to listen. If you enjoy Everyday Truth, 
go ahead and subscribe to the podcast or share it with a friend. Until next time, God bless.